everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to season two, episode five of Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And on today's podcast, I normally record on Saturdays, but I figured, you know what? Let's have some fun on this Friday night and let's have a great and wonderful podcast. So I'm actually recording this episode Friday, February 2nd. So the tarot reading that we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast applies for the upcoming week, which will be February 5th on. So just giving everybody an announcement when it comes to that. So when it comes to today's topics, we are going to talk about negative thinking. I know our last podcast, we talked about uh, defense mechanisms. I forgot to mention about humor because humor also is a defense mechanism. Um, So I apologize for that, but we are going to talk about cognitive distortions. So these things can be brought up due to defense mechanisms. And we are all, I also, we're going to go through how can we challenge those thoughts? So we're going to talk about facts versus opinions and how it's really important to understand the difference between the two. I know for some of you guys, you're going to be thinking, obviously, Josh, like I know what a fact is and I know what an opinion is. But when it comes to negative thinking, that sometimes it can be tough for us to distinguish between what are the facts and what are the opinions. So we're going to talk about that for our podcast New Moon in Aquarius, which will take place next week. And then we are going to wrap up with a tarot reading. But like always, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out to the podcast, the Crystal Shop, and everything I do. So I am an astrology astrologer and also a tarot reader. I also am getting my MA in clinical counseling. So I graduate this upcoming May. So I'll have my credentials and you know, I'm starting to book readings and book appointments. So if you guys are interested, I know I work at the Crystal Shop. I will be posting my schedule for February this weekend. So you guys can come out to the Crystal Shop at Find Your Harmony, schedule a reading with me or virtual. I'll make sure to put the link in the show description. And like always, guys, if you're a fan of the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. So without further ado, we're going to get started with our first topic. So we're going to talk about cognitive distortions. So what is a cognitive distortion? So it's a fancy word for irrational thoughts that shape how you can see the world, how you feel, and how you act. It's normal to have these thoughts occasionally, but they can be harmful when frequent or extreme. So very similar to the defense mechanisms last week, right? Like to some extent, the defense mechanisms can be good. But however, if we continue to not acknowledge what's going on and challenge 
our defense mechanisms, and in this case, cognitive distortions, it can lead to bigger challenges. So the first type of cognitive distortion is magnification and minimization. So magnification is when people tend to exaggerate the importance of events. Minimization is the opposite. So this is when we belittle or minimize the importance of events. The person might believe that their own achievements are not important or that your mistakes are excessively important. So these are your people that, that obsess over either the mistakes they made or not acknowledge the hard work that they have put in. So that's an example of magnification and minimization. The next cognitive distortion is catastrophizing. So if you guys know the word catastrophe, right? So this is when a person sees only the worst possible outcomes of a situation. So these are your panickers right away, you know? So if a situation happens, they immediately think of the worst possible outcome. So for example, if a family member has the flu, an example of catastrophizing is if someone thinks, oh, you're going to die because you have a head cold, right? So that's something to just keep an eye on. The next cognitive distortion we're going to talk about is overgeneralization. So this is when people tend to make broad interpretations from a single event or a few events. So an example is a person might feel awkward during a job interview. So then they think to themselves, well, I guess I'm always awkward in any situation, right? So this is where we might have made a mistake. And what we do is because of the mistake we made now, similar to magnification, but now we're going to generalize ourselves and put ourselves, well, we always act like this, right? So that's an example of overgeneralization. The next one we're going to talk about is magical thinking. So magical thinking is the belief that thoughts, actions, or emotions influence unrelated situations. For example, if you or a person has not or hasn't hoped something bad would happen to you guys, then you wouldn't have gotten into the accident. So this is a belief, again, that things happen due to the influence of unrelated situations, right? So you might have believed something, then all of a sudden it doesn't happen, and then now we are spiraling. So magical thinking. So this is another fancy word for delusions as well. We could have our own delusions with certain things. So just be aware of that, everybody. So that is magical thinking. The next one we have is personalization. So this is the belief that you personally are responsible for events outside of your control. So for instance, if your parents or your friends act up while you're hanging out with them, you take it upon yourself. Oh, it's my fault. I took the blame. So this is something just to be careful of. So when you guys think of personalization, think of personal, taking things too personal, right? So this is we, we take on the blame within ourselves. The next one we're going to talk about is jumping to conclusions. So this is when people or yourself or myself we might interpret the meaning of a situation with little or no evidence. So this comes back to, again, fact-checking, facts versus opinions, right? We might have our own interpretations of certain events, right? However, we have to 
check ourselves before we jump to conclusions. Well, oh, this person's doing this, so that means they must be doing that. So make sure again that you guys are just being aware that this is happening and we'll go over, uh, we're gonna go over how we can challenge that next. So these next two are kind of put together. So you have mind reading. So this is interpreting the thoughts and beliefs of others without ad adequate evidence. So an example of this would be, she wouldn't go on a date with me. She probably thinks I'm ugly. Or, ah, oh, they don't, ah, oh, they looked at me the wrong way. That means they must have a problem with me. So that's an example of mind reading. You're trying to read what the other person is thinking. And fortune telling. So this is the expectation that a situation will turn out badly without adequate evidence. So for instance, if you have an upcoming presentation, you're going to sit and think to yourself, well, school's bad because I have this presentation and I'm going to fail, right? So the difference between fortune telling and mind reading, mind reading is the person's thoughts. Fortune telling is the overall future situation about to happen. All right, so we have a couple more left. The next one we have is emotional reasoning. So this is the assumption that emotions reflect the way things really are. I feel bad, therefore I must be bad, right? So I know we've talked on this podcast about the importance of following intuition, right? And it's good to trust your gut feeling, right? However, there could be some times where we might be feeling some type of way and we immediately believe that it is true. So my rule of thumb for my people that are very big on intuition, intuition is usually a gut feeling. So you feel it in your stomach, you feel it in your gut. Anxiety is usually when you feel it in your chest, right? Or another particular body part of your body. So think of, okay, like if you start to get anxious over something because it's different, anxiety is different from intuition right? Intuition is that gut feeling that, you know, it's, it's meant to like, all right, keep an eye out on this. Anxiety is more of worry or fear, right? So it's going to show up in two different ways. So just be aware of that. Because again, like, not every time because you feel something, it doesn't mean that it is true, right? All right. So the next one, we have disqualifying the positive. So this is only recognizing the negative aspects of a situation and ignoring the positive, right? So this, these are your people that are perfectionists, right? They don't want to think positive at all. They're immediately thinking about all the things that they did wrong. The next one we have is should statements. So this is when the belief that things should be a certain way. I should always be perfect, or you should always do this, or you should do that, or... So when we say should statements, we're immediately disqualifying the gray area, right? Because just because you say something should happen, it doesn't mean that it will happen, right? So making sure that you guys are aware of your should statements. And the last one, we're going to come, we're going to do two more. So the second, the last one is all or nothing thinking. So this is another word for black or white thinking. So this is thoughts that talk about a lot of always, never, or every. I never do good enough at a job on anything. I always suck. I can never do this, right? So this is all or nothing thinking. So it's very black or white. And as we know, life is all about the gray, right? It's all about the unknown in a way, right? Because 
everyone has their own perspective on things, right? So just because you might have been brought up a certain way or think a certain thing does not mean that is what it is 100% true, right? And the last one we have, and this is the one that I really like, is intellectualizing. So when it comes to this is when we think too logically over a situation and we're not letting ourselves feel what we need to feel, right? So this is where we might interpret other people. So very similar to mind reading, you're interpreting other people's thoughts. You're looking at the facts of the situation and not necessarily giving yourself the chance to feel what you need to feel. So now that we talked about cognitive distortions, so these are just another fancy word for negative thinking patterns. Now we're going to talk about some solutions we can do, and then we'll wrap up this first topic. So one of the great things we can do is fact-checked, fact-checked, right? And how can we fact-check, right? We have to first be honest with ourselves and, and be honest with ourselves in a way where, okay, what is the difference between a fact and an opinion? I know this is a very silly question to ask yourself. However, you know, like when we get wrapped up in our heads, it, that does not go through our minds, right? So I look at it like this. Opinions are your own personal viewpoints on a situation, right? So it's your perspective on things. Facts are the actual evidence that is happening, right? So for instance, let's say like an example of an opinion is I am ugly, right? You might believe that you are ugly, but are you ugly? That is not a fact, right? Because there is no evidence to prove that you are ugly, right? What we are saying to ourselves when we say that, this is just, again, an example, is we believe we are ugly, so that means we are ugly, right? So that's the difference between a fact and opinion. A fact is if there was physical evidence to explain why, and there's not. There is no evidence to explain that for anybody, right? Now, some facts could be, let's say we might have pimples on our face or we might have blue eyes or we might have brown eyes. Those are facts because that is a real thing. Like if you have blue eyes, you have blue eyes. Like that is a fact, right? So that's the first question I would always ask yourself and whenever I work with patients that go through a lot of these cognitive distortions all right so we got to be able to tell the difference between a fact and an opinion first so once you start to recognize okay facts versus opinions now we can go to the next step which is putting your thoughts on trial so in this exercise, this is a CBT exercise, so cognitive behavioral therapy, cognitive being a fancy word for thoughts and the mind, right? So in this exercise, you're going to think of a thought that you might view. So for instance, right, I am ugly, right? The defense, you're going to have the defense and the prosecution. So the defense, right, why... What is the evidence that for the thought, right? So like, has something happened to you to make you think that? Has what has been going on that's been making you believe this thought? And the prosecution is evidence against the thought. So for instance, I am ugly, right? The defense, what has happened to make you feel this way? Oh, well, if we talk about facts versus opinions, right? 
there might not be any physical facts that make you believe this way. Um, let's say like pimples, for example, I have pimples on my face. So that's the evidence for the thought of, you know what? I am ugly. The prosecution against it is, okay, have people said that you're ugly? No. Have, you know, have you ever, have you never dated somebody before or never had friends before? Well, that's not true because I have friends, right? Because if you want to be honest, if you're ugly, right, then you would not have anybody in your corner, right? So you start to challenge and question yourself, okay, like evidence against this thought, evidence for this thought, right? And then you end up with the judge's verdict. So the judge is yourself. You're going to come to a verdict regarding your thought. Is the thought accurate or and fair? Are there other thoughts that could explain the facts, right? So for instance, I'm ugly, right? And you put evidence against the thought, I have pimples on my face, right? So instead of saying the thought that I am ugly, you can state, I have pimples on my face, right? And all, and by you making that little change, you are not only feeling less bad about yourself, but also too, like you are challenging yourself and challenging the cognitive distortions. So, and I have both PDFs in the show description so you guys can check it out. I figured that could be a fun little way to challenge some of these negative thoughts we might have because it's very natural. We all have negative thoughts. I have them every single day. There's been times where I mind read, fortune telling, jumping to conclusions. Like I have had my moments where I've always done this way. But again, you know, like how we grow and how we learn is by being aware of what's going on. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this first little activity. So now that we concluded that before we get into our second topic of the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe if you're a big fan of the content and want to learn more because man, your subscriptions and thoughts would really help boost this podcast overall. All right, so that concludes segment one, and now we are going to transition into the second topic of today's podcast. We're going to talk about the Aquarius new moon and also do our weekly tarot card reading. Hey, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, Go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. everybody so now we're going to get started with our second topic so aquarius new moon so aquarius energy 
I mean, you guys have definitely probably heard this a lot on my podcast. But again, Aquarius energy is all about humanitarianism, future-oriented technology. How can we advance things, right? So this new moon is going to match not only Pluto's energy, but also the sun's energy. So we're going to feel abundance of rebellious, freedom, future-oriented type of thinking, right? So here is three reflection questions I want you guys to think about during this new move. So the first one, what three things can you do to make the world a better place, right? So how can we make this world a better place? The second question, what tech devices do you most rely on? So think about the devices you use. What do you rely on? And the third question, what communities or groups align with your vision and values? So I know I did a podcast on values a couple of weeks ago, so you guys can check out that one. But how, what communities or groups align with what you believe and who you are to your core? So those are the three reflection questions. So some opportunities, right? You guys have a great opportunity to explore new technology or new things that come into your life and find unique solutions to them. There also could be an investigation on innovative and alternative approaches to well-being, right? So things are going to be thrown at you right now that's going to be different than what we are used to or accustomed to, all right? So with that, right, comes an abundance of new solutions and new approaches to certain things. So just be aware of that. Some challenges during this time period could be sacrificing your own personal needs to support the group of others and also an emphasis on the rational that doesn't consider the emotional. So be aware of if your emotional self is getting put in the back burner. So just be aware of that. So this is a good chance to work on community projects or meditate with crystals, right? Try and do something that's different than what you are normally doing. So that's a little bit of the Aquarius new moon. And again, if you guys have fixed energy, just be aware of it. You might, it might hit you more than other signs. So for my Aquariuses, my Leos, my Tauruses and Scorpios, this abundance of Aquarius energy could be impacting you in certain ways a little bit deeper than other signs but i know since my last reading took an abundance of energy we are going to do the same thing and a lot of people really enjoyed the oracle as well so what we're going to do is for this week i know last week i pulled five cards i figured for today we can do the same thing so i'll pull five cards from my tarot deck and then we'll pull two cards from my Oracle deck. So I'm always going to, before we always start a reading, always thank my ancestors, thank the people that came before me. And my question is, what should me and my podcast listeners expect for the Aquarius new moon and also just upcoming week? So we already got a couple of people talking already. So we got one, we got two cards. All right, we got three. All right, do another shuffle. Got four and five. Wow, so they are they are ready to talk today. And then I will pull my oracle as well. And then we'll go from there. 
So be patient, guys. All right, there's one. Two. All right. Man, I was quick. Very quick reading. They are ready to talk. They're like, man, it's late and I'm ready to roll. All right, guys. So, and again, the tarot deck I use, I use the Modern Way Tarot. And for my Oracle deck, I use Zodiac Moon. So it's a little bit of astrology as well. So I love it. All right. So the cards we have. All right. Wow. We have quite the reading for this one. Oh, man, this is, wow, this is crazy. It's crazy to think about. All right, so the first card we have is the Eight of Cups. So if you guys can see, we have a person. Um, they are walking by themselves, it looks like. There's Eight of Cups. And wait, before I do this, let's put this in chronological order. So we have five, eight, nine. Yep. All right, so. And this is and this is crazy. The Oracle cards is the exact same as last week, which is awesome. So I'll get into that a little bit as well. All right. So the first card we have is the five of cups. So five of cups. Wow, a lot of cup energy this week. So that's something just to be aware of. All right. So five of cups. We have all right, sadness, loss, despair. The Five of Cups tarot card den denotes feelings of misery, loss, or grief. These emotions come as the result of a loss of something important to you. This might be the death of a loved one or the end of a special relationship. When someone loses someone or something we love, it can be challenging to see the positive. We allow ourselves to overcome by the sadness, regret, and loneliness that results in an event like this. However, if you take time to look around, you will find many positive aspects of this event. Your family and friends will come together to support and love you, and you will become closer to them. This goes to show that even in darkest times, there's always a shining light. So I would say be aware of if we have a loss of something. So it could be a loss of a family member, loss of a loved one, maybe loss of a passion you have or a loss of an activity you used to do. So just be aware of this theme of a loss. All right, the next one we are going to do is the Eight of Cups. So the Eight of Cups is abandonment, travel, letting go. The Eight of Cups represents letting go, walking away, and possibly an ending of a relationship or a connection. Although the future may be uncertain, when you decide to do this, know that it will be worth it. In the long run, you can't afford to have anyone in your life or on your team that doesn't support you. The Eight of Cups illustrates that you are spending too much time focusing on negativity in your life. As a result, your mental health could be taking a hit. Meditation, seeing a therapist, or an online support group can help you through these tough times if you're willing to make yourself a priority. Even if you are the one who has been left, the message here can be positive. The only way to elevate to the next level is to leave the current. So this is your chance again to let go whatever is happening, right? So a loss either of a relationship or an activity, right? But also letting go of that. So these cards right away, I, I, I definitely feel them right away, guys. 
All right, so the next one we have, and this is a card I've never gotten in a reading, is the Nine of Wands. So if you guys want to see, it's this person standing. He's holding, they're holding a bunch of wands. So Nine of Wands, perseverance, courage, standing your ground. There are some things that are difficult to bear, no matter how positive we try to be. But chaos, confusion, heartbreak, and life's ups and downs don't have to throw us off balance. Even though we have no control over what life throws our way, our reactions are always on our own choosing. The Nine of Wands presses you to draw your strength to focus despite fatigue. You are halfway through, so now isn't the time to give up. This card is a reminder that although there is a time for compromise, there are some things about you which you should never that you shouldn't waver. Determination will help you get through this challenging time if you're ready to face the challenge. Man, so another very tough card. So this is this this week's going to be very tough. But standing your ground and persevering and being determined can help you get through this, right? And just and just like the 5 of cups, right? Like you're going to have people that are going to bring you together, right? All right, so the next one I have is the tower. So this reading is very intense. Wow. So if you guys can see, it's people falling off of the tower. It's a major arcana card. It is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty intense. Um, however, here we go. The tower. Intense and sudden change. Release. Tragedy. Revelation. The tower signifies total destruct destruction. <laughs> If you have received the tower card, prepare for things to be leveled and dismantled. As with all loss, this will probably be a painful process. It can also lead to a fresh start. Before you're able to make these positive changes, you'll have to first face the truth about a situation. Are you prepared to take your blinders off and take this personal crisis head on? Seeing through illusions and letting go of what you wish things to be is the very first step. You might not be able to stop the toppling down the tower represents, but you can come to accept where you are right now in this moment. Now, instead of focusing on what can't be changed, think about what you can do to make things different. Although you may have to let go of old beliefs, now is the time to embrace your authentic self. So I would say again, this week, the theme is a loss, something intense is going to happen this week, this week coming up, right? But if you stand your ground, you focus on, okay, what can I do to persevere, bounce back from this, right? Maybe even letting go of certain things, you are going to be able to overcome the chaos that is coming, right? So something is happening next week. So just be aware of that. And the last card we have before we get into the Oracle reading is the sun. And this is a major arcana card. This one is very uplifting. Happiness, success, optimism, truth. The sun reminds us to look at the bright side of things and that hard times don't last forever. Even when we're faced with difficulties, we can choose to make lemon out of lemons and embrace life's lessons for what they are. Learning tools. With these lessons under your belt, struggles and sadness will soon let in the past and you'll be moving on to a brighter and better days. You can rest assured knowing that good things are in store for you if this card is in a prominent position. 
Are you considering starting a new venture or expanding your family? Seeing this card in a reading tells you it's a great time to move forward. So I would say the sun card is definitely the last one in this reading. Again, it's talking about, you know, all of this chaos that is happening, right? Letting go, losing something, right? Standing your ground and just total and focusing on the things that you can control and not the things you can't. By you doing all these things, right, you're learning from this experience and brighter days are ahead. So overall, a very intense five cards, but the ending is very strong. And with the Oracle card, these are the exact two Oracle cards as last week. So from an astrology perspective, it makes sense, right? Because we're in Aquarius season and I know that a bunch of other stuff is happening as well. Pluto's in Aquarius. So a lot of change is happening that we're not used to. So the first card we have is the Eclipse in Aries. So what we're going to do is, again, very similar to last week. Think about the relationships in which that are coming into your life, right? So there's new connections that might be happening and also old connections that you have, right? So with this Aries energy, you're meant to tap into... Again, emphasizing the importance of the people that are good in your life and the people that are stressing you out in your life, right? So Aries, when they're on, is all about confidence and putting yourself out there. So you might have moments where we have to be more assertive with our communication, communicating to the people that stress you out, what you need or what you need moving forward, right? So that's the eclipse in Aries. So it's all about, again, boosting relationships through teamwork, compromise, and again, tap and going to the people that are very supportive in your life. Your, I call them your emotional batteries, right? Your emotional chargers, right? So these are people that are here to help you. So reaching out to them about the negativity and is going to be really important here. And the last one we have is the sun in Libra. So Libra energy is all about balance, right? And finding the harmony. So very similar to this eclipse in Aries, right? Libras, during this time period, you're going to have to find balance. So balancing the new people that come into your life and also the old people that are in your life, right? So asking yourself, okay, what do you value in your relationships? What do you personally want in your relationships with friends, family, work, all of that, right? And Libra, again, is meant to tap, is making you, forcing you to tap into the balance. What does that balance look like for you in your relationships in general? And also work and all that other stuff as well. Finding the balance is so important. So that is our reading for this week. Very interesting that for the Oracle reading, we got the exact same cards and I shuffled and I've done, a, I did a really good job with it. But I just want to say thank you ancestors for a wonderful reading. So this week's going to bring up some challenges. However, though, you know, brighter days are ahead, everybody. If you stand your ground, you let go and, you know, you got to put yourself first. And especially in times of stress, right? And use it as a learning opportunity. But thank you guys for a wonderful podcast. This was an awesome time. I hope you guys learned something in terms of cognitive distortions and challenging your thoughts and facts versus opinions. And again, 
everything, the PDFs, as well as the new moon reflection questions will also be provided in the show description. So you guys can check out all of that fun stuff. If you're a fan of the podcast, want to book a reading with me, either tarot or astrology, don't be a stranger. Reach out. Um, it would be awesome, you know, to start, you know, helping people. I mean, this is what this podcast is about, and this is who I am. I am a spiritual helper and also a mental health counselor, so I'm here to help you guys at the end of the day. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful rest of your week. Stay safe, everybody, and remember, be patient with yourself during this week. But for now, this is Josh officially signing off. Well, would you look at that? You guys made it to the end of the podcast. If you guys love the podcast overall, please drop a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your ratings would really help boost the podcast overall. So again, if you guys are loving the podcast, follow me on my socials too, at Your Spiritual BFF. You just search that and I'm all over social media. But I hope to hear you guys soon. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed the podcast.